Welcome to Dion Girls. Episode two. Yes, so we had a get to know you. Uh, So in full transparency, we did record an episode and we did not like it. So now we're re-recording it and we're kind of breaking down the mother-daughter relationship a little better. In two stages of life. Yeah, because, well, three, aren't we? Are we doing adult? So today we're going to talk about like kind of baby to like teen, like preteen years. Mm -hmm. And then the next episode we'll talk about teen years and then maybe a bit of adult. In yeah. the teen. I don't think we need a whole episode It was of just that. too broad to cover in one. It was a little sitting. choppy and we just found it we wasn't. We jumped around a lot. Yeah. So we just wanted to. Uh, yeah. So this is our first episode. Welcome. And so today we want to talk about the baby preteen years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to know where to like get into, like just Mm -hmm. start it right and just how to get it going. But I mean, I think the biggest, I mean, before we start, I just want to say like, this is not um, by any means, this is the way you have to do anything or this is, this is just us and talking and we have our opinions about things and um, there's nothing more that I hate than the shame game with moms. Mm -hmm. I think everybody is doing their best and I think there needs to be a little more love and support and appreciation of everyone as opposed to you know telling people I mean if if they're harming their baby and they're out partying and they're leaving their kid in their house okay that's one thing mm-hmm. if they're breastfeeding till they're four that's their yeah, choice yeah, yeah that's their choice and yeah so that's I for a, a disclaimer yeah a little disclaimer um and I think you know when you when you have your kid you think this is how, you know, this is going to be. And you have this like picture in your head and this is, oh, it's going to be amazing. And this is what they're going to be like. And I can guarantee you 100% they will not be what you think. Mm -hmm. You know, they will be who they want to be. And it's our job as parents to just support that and nurture it. It's more about being a guide rather than a controlling authoritative figure. Yeah. It's kind of more your parenting style, which I agree with because although you make the person, you're not in control they're still their own individual yeah and that's where yeah and they have to make their own mistakes and they have Mm -hmm. to learn themselves even at this age now I can see how you would want to protect your kids from things but they're not going to learn anything doing that no for sure you have to let them be I wrote that as one of my points is that we were just able to be whoever we wanted and you and Nana always said as long as we're kind that's all you guys care about and And good manners yeah, like being And kind. I started manners from like on honestly day one. Like yeah. I would hand you something and I'd be like, thank you. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect you to say it at six months, but I would just want you to understand like yeah. if someone hands you something or if somebody does something, you say thank you. And I was very important that, you know, you guys had good manners. And I always got that compliment at yeah. school. Always. I that get you guys- that too. When my boyfriend first met me, he said that's one of the first things I noticed about you is your manners were so good. Yeah, I think it's really important. You're showing someone you've appreciated something they've done for you or you know you've held the door open for someone else or I don't know I just think those things yeah, are really important are so important but it also backfired on us because then we got brought everywhere me and Jack and we <laughs> hated it did. like they we were... had to come to every adult party and everything because they were like oh your kids are so well behaved so yes it did it kind of backfired. that didn't come out <laughs> until later in life and they were both like yeah we hated that <laughs> like, yeah, and we, we were like god look how good our kids are and I'm, but they didn't have a choice. They had to be good. I mean, we're out, you yeah, know, except public. for Jack in church. Yeah, yeah. I had to go to church because I was well behaved. And Jack. He, he figured it out that 
you know. Yeah, he just said it like he was young too. And we, you know, we took him and he was like, he turned to me at one point about halfway through Mm -hmm. and he's like, what is this called again? And Mm -hmm. I'm like church. And he was like, gotcha. Yeah. And you could just see those, the little wheels turning in his head. Like I will never be doing this again. Yeah. And he was, he was young at that point. So that was great for the compliments, but sucks if you're the kid. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It is so true. But I mean, so as a baby is a baby's easy. Well, not easy. I'm not saying they're easy, but I mean, it's, there's not a lot to talk about with a baby. It's, you know, you, I know. Sorry. Dog. Dog barking. Dog barking. Cause she has sparks. Um, um, I love babies. I know. See, I didn't, I was not a baby person. I love snuggling babies. I liked when you guys could talk. Like I liked when we could have conversations and I liked when there was, I don't know, like my favorite age would probably be, you know, till you're, I don't know, maybe like six or seven till like 10 or seven 11. Seven was a great age. I remember really liking being seven. Closer. closer to the mic. Yeah. Oh. Just because you were moving back and forth oh. and stuff. Um, yeah, no, I liked that, like this, you know, when we could have, you know, like dad would do his, his Sunday, he would always watch his football and you and I would always watch girl movies, mm-hmm. like our girly movies and then, you know, do some baking or something. Like, yeah. That was really we had fun. Sundays. Yeah. Sundays were really fun. We'd go apple picking and we'd. Yeah. We were always really busy as kids. Yeah. We always, and I wrote down that we always had to be in something like sports or a hobby of some sort guitar lessons yeah, whatever was, it yeah. was we weren't allowed to do nothing because well now that I'm older I see it too but it's not over scheduled yeah no 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 well your dance took up a lot yeah that was by choice eventually later yes. on in life I chose to take every class possible right but you know I've seen it now especially is when kids don't have somewhere to go and they don't have a hobby or a passion that is when you know trouble starts you know yeah, for sure. And I think I think sports or hobbies or anything like the extracurricular, it does teach you a, a level. It teaches you things like showing up on time and being prepared. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of, you know, life lessons that come in with that. Yeah. So I think it's important. And, and I also think it's important to let the kids choose. Like we had you in every single thing we could mm-hmm. think of. I mean, that squirrel did everything. Yeah. We did skating. We did hockey. We did soccer. gymnastics, soccer. I mean, we tried everything with her and then it was, she was in grade one and she did a, and she was painfully, painfully shy. Mm-hmm. So we always tried to pick something that she would, you know, like or whatever, but, um, and kind of help her get out of that shyness. But we saw her on stage mm-hmm. on a, like, it was like a Christmas concert or something, yeah, right? And you're class. on stage and both my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, oh, <laughs> that's what she likes. Like, she just shone, like, yeah. which was so nice because if you had seen her, you know, if, you know, after the show and people would be like, oh, hi, you would be really shy. Mm-hmm. And so you, we never really thought, oh, she wants to be on, be stage, on stage performing. So it's like, such a paradox. So many artists are shy. Yeah. But on stage, you just live through an alter ego. I oh, know. yeah. Like you I just, remember that performance. I remember doing it. I don't remember being like that. Yeah. Like, no, you know, it like, because to me, it was just natural. But right. Yeah. I do remember that performance. And then I started dancing in grade three. Yeah. And continued you did that for one year and then you were in competitive, like within yep. a year. So yeah. 
we found hard. it was nice when we found your passion too right because that it took, I felt like it took a while yeah it did for and sure. it's a lot of tears and there's a lot of and I'm a big believer and you start it you're gonna finish it I understand yeah. you don't like soccer or whatever but you've started it and you're on a team and you're gonna do it you guys did tennis lessons you did you like yeah tennis. I like tennis yeah mm-hmm. yeah we did a lot and I guess it's hard because not every parent has money for that, though. Like, dance is so expensive. Yeah. Especially towards the end. And it's not like we were, were well off, for sure. No. Like, anything, like you say, oh, we were busy all the time. But most of that stuff was either free or, you know, we had zoo passes. So you pay once a year and then yeah. you can go anytime. And we used to go, like, twice a week. Like, I used to be like, hey, let's, Yeah, we go know. to the park a lot. We did a lot of crafts. Yes. A lot of stuff that you know, didn't cost a lot of money. And even if like I wanted a dollhouse, you would paint a dollhouse out of a bookshelf and like turn it into my groovy girl house. I don't think they sell those anymore. No, they're so I cute. I loved groovy girls. I and know. you made a whole groovy girl house and like a Christmas ornament was the disco ball. And you did like a whole little thing for me. So it's like, even though we didn't have a lot of money, it still felt like we did because right. you made it work. And you know, if there were ever times you needed help with money, like I know Nana and Papa would help with dance if we needed it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. No, they like were It wasn't there, that yeah. we could afford it. It's just no. that somehow you made it work. I know. They really helped out when those, we had a couple of really bad years when everybody did in 08, 09 during yeah. recession and they helped out a lot. And I'm so thankful for that because I know like it was, it just meant the world to you, right? Yeah, and so you said the one thing she'll never stop is dance. Like money won't be an issue. We'll always No, we've always work. said that. And we always said we would, we would cut back anything. And, and that's yeah. what you do as a parent, yeah. right? Might be eating pancakes for dinner. Yeah. Still in competitive dance. <laughs> for always. sure. Always. Always. Yeah. yeah that it, was, was, it was a really important thing for both your dad and I to keep you in that. And because it did keep you, especially in those, well, we'll talk about teen years in another one, but just, mm-hmm. you know, in those years to have something that you're passionate about to keep you. Yeah, and I see kids that have nothing to do now and I look and I'm like, oh, it's so bad. Even when I didn't dance for one year in grade eight when we moved away, like then you get into trouble because you have so much free time after school. Yeah. Whereas when I was dancing four hours a night, I didn't have time to go. No, because then you also anything. had to keep up with school because yeah. school at the time for you was very important. Yeah. You liked, you know, you liked getting good grades and you liked putting effort into your schoolwork. Yeah. So. So you were busy. Really busy. Like you had yeah. to really, that taught you time management. It taught you, like it mm-hmm. teaches so many things that you don't understand until you're a bit older, right? Yeah. Teaches them how to find their passion, keeps them busy. Yeah. It's just so good. That was something that was super important. I read something when I was like looking up stuff and it said, um, our ability to raise our children is always colored by the lives we've lived before they've come along. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a really important quote because we definitely, when we have kids, we take stuff that's happened to us and we put it into our children, which is a hard thing not to do. You know, like say it's how we were raised and we're like, hey, I'm not going to do that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but then you're going to do something else that your kids are going to be like, hey, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Right. So. Yeah. And now your generation is raising kids in such a different generation. At least I think mine, we kind of grew up with the technology stuff. So we'll kind of know what to do. But you guys were like, you were raised one way and then the world completely changed. 100%. Like it was like all of a sudden people phones and they had you know like when we talk about stuff and from our high school like both your dad and I loved high school Mm -hmm. but it's because we we didn't have 
you know, we didn't have um, social media. Yeah. Oh, I bet high school was so much better. Like you had to, you know, when you were a kid, you had to go out and out in the street and play with kids. Like you couldn't like call people or text people and be like, do you want to play? You just would show up outside and Mm -hmm. all the kids would gather. Like that was perfect. We grew up with that. We didn't grow up with technology until about high school. High school. Yeah. Because my friends used to show up here at the door and ask to hang out. Yeah. We still grew up with that which is nice at least we kind of had half and half we were the last kind of generation too like late 90s babies we kind of had a bit of both yeah which i'm super grateful for yeah because you did have a bit of the a bit of the other childhood like jack Mm. played hockey on the street like 24 7 like he was always at the park yeah yeah. like you guys were just busy right Mm -hmm. but it's just amazing when you see like when i talk about my childhood and i'll be like you know, I used to play down on a cr- down by this creek like all day. Like I'd be gone all day, mm-hmm. and now you would never do that with your kids. Like talk about like just a change. And I wonder if the world's actually gotten more dangerous, or if we just hear about those. I think things we just more hear about it because more. things still happened. Yes, back then for sure they did. Yeah, I don't know if it's gotten more dangerous. I think we just have so much access to Facebook, and this kid's missing, and this is that, and there's the also news. more people, so that mm-hmm. has to be taken into account. So. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think it's more, I don't think it's more dangerous. Yeah, because even when you give your kid like their first phone to text when like they're going to be home and keep in touch with them, like even when your generation didn't have phones, like do you know anyone that went missing or anything? I only know the one girl like a couple towns away when we were, and that's when it started to change for us. Like Mm. I remember it perfectly because it was like, wow, that is really crazy. (laughs) Wow, that can happen. Wow. And we used to meet on the green box outside our house and we all used to play like, you know, hide and go seek all night. And then Mm -hmm. things started to change around then when you were just it was a little things tightened up a little bit I would say right oh yeah my generation I feel we had just everything got so strict yeah I hated that so much about my elementary school is like you didn't teach kids how like if they were fighting over mini sticks who was on what team I don't know if there's still mini sticks no they take them so. away I don't know but like I don't think they even sell them anymore do they I don't know but when we had mini sticks like kids would play hockey And if they all fought over who could be on what team, then they would just take them away instead of teaching kids how to solve problems. Right. Or, you know, like playing Red Rover. We used to always do that. Love Red Rover. You would have to run in between. (laughs) You would hold hands and you'd have to break through people's arms, which is just a recipe for broken bones. But it was so much fun. And now, and then we weren't allowed to anymore. No. That was one of my biggest pet peeves is because Jack loved mini sticks. Like Mm -hmm. that was his favorite thing. And then when it got taken away, he didn't know what to do. So you know what happens? They get into trouble. Yeah. Jack did it. He was never like that. But that's what does happen for other kids. What else do they do at recess, right? Oh, I mean, recess is ridiculous now. Like it's like stand. You can't pick up the snow. Don't even look at the snow. No. Don't look at it. You can't look at it. Don't even pick it up and think about throwing a snowball. I remember kind of before things got strict, like you would build forts and you could throw snowballs back and forth. And it was a whole game. I'm sure kids broke their arms and fell but like it's just being a kid and I feel like it's good to be safe but we've gone so far the it's, other way it's, where you can't everybody's even so be a scared kid. right yeah. everybody's so scared of parents, parents being mad and whatnot I remember uh, when I was working at another one of my schools we had these two kids that just couldn't you know they didn't have a lot of friends and they were just you know I don't want to call them misfits but they just didn't have their friends they didn't find their group and yeah. we ended up matching them up and they played um catch so they had their gloves and they were just throwing a ball back and forth and a girl happened to run in between and the ball hit her and she broke her leg which I'm like how did a ball break her leg? well it was like a like a like a hard like a baseball I don't know 
anyway, she broke her leg either when she fell or what, however it all happened. Oh, Anyways, God. they took it away from these two kids. And I'm like, out of the whole school, she should like, have been looking, <laughs> right? But these kids, I'm like, yeah, like it was so ridiculous to me. I'm like, it was an accident. Yeah, like, accidents happen. They do, and I think we're, you know, it's unfortunate, and I'm sorry that she got hurt. But at the of same course, time, yeah. it's like these kids needed. They just they found something they liked. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just going to be hooligans. They're going to get it's into trouble. Catch. Like that's like the most tame thing they and they didn't been throw doing. it at her. No. <laughs> if I broke my leg from doing that, you would have been like, well, you should have been looking, <laughs> right? Gosh. Like tough love a little bit. Come on, a little Here tough love. Like because yeah. I think we're raising children to be a little too soft mm-hmm. a little like the totally. world is going to eat them alive when they go out and they get their job and or they don't yeah. get a job and I don't know like There's I just think too, yeah we need to and we shouldn't be so scared of parents at school it's like that's one of my biggest pet peeves is like the parents are always in denial that their kid like their oh, kid is perfect lo- in their eyes if they saw their kids yeah. I know there's my a few yeah that. there's a few I know the parents would be shocked you should They'd just like, like if only you could film them and I know, send it to so them and great. be like, no, this is this your is kid. your kid because <laughs> I don't them at home <laughs> and they're they're fine, they're polite, they're in their room, they're not around their other influences like <laughs> friends, right? Where they might swear at a teacher, they might I don't know, like just totally. I yeah. feel like now you're so scared of the parents that they just don't want kids doing anything because they don't want parents coming in and complaining. Well, back in my day, if I got in trouble at school, <laughs> yeah. I was in trouble at school and at home. Oh, yeah, I was too. I remember one time I was making up scary stories. This was like kindergarten. I was crazy oh from the start. Yeah. And I was making up um, scary stories and telling the other students. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure you got a call home saying I was scaring the other kids. And I was in trouble at home too. It wasn't like, of no, course. she would never tell Oh, my a story God. Like no. That. I was like, were you doing that? Like, Mm-hmm. You know, you have to think of how the other people feel when you're you're scaring them. I yeah, know you have a dark and <laughs> twisty little mind. But yeah, you were in trouble. I was in trouble at home if I was in trouble 100%, at school. 100%. Sure. 100%. Both of you. But you never said no. Like that was another big lesson that I will do as well. Is it wasn't like, no, just stop doing that. You explained things. Yes. And that's what kids are missing because they don't understand no or you know or because I said so yeah oh that's my biggest pet peeve because I said so like if I asked to well I guess this isn't childhood but if I asked to go somewhere right and you said no it's like oh she actually really doesn't have a good feeling about this yeah you wouldn't just be like because I said so you'd be like I don't know I don't really feel like you're getting there safely and I don't how will I keep in contact with you like you would explain right why you didn't want me doing a certain thing or I remember saying that to Nana and Papa when you guys were born and um, I guess like one of you was sitting in a, it must've been you sitting in a high chair and something happened and they said no to you. And I was like, Oh, yeah, don't. we don't say no to her. Yeah, my mom was a hippie before it was cool to be a hippie. <laughs> we're like, Oh no, we don't say no. And my dad's like, Oh God, here we go. Yeah. What else? And I'm like, no, but you can just, you know, if it's going to be dangerous, just, you know, if they're going to stick something in a light socket, mm-hmm. maybe then you could say no, but, but I still, still explain it. You could still say like, this is what will happen. Like I still, like, I just don't see the reason you would have to say no. Like, yeah. I just don't, oh, I just don't get that, right? Like, I just think it's more like, oh, if you do that, you're going to get hurt. Or mm-hmm. if it's like, there's just ways around it. Or than think just, about how you're going to make the other kid feel if yeah. you punch them. Or yeah, something, right, you know? like, right. You would explain that. And I love that. And we never had timeouts because, well, we weren't really bad. I guess it's hard to say because we didn't really do anything that, like that. No, bad. I just had that look. You guys both said, yeah. right? Like we did some crazy stuff that I was definitely the mastermind behind and yeah, my brother would just do yeah, whatever he would just, he would I told him suit. to. <laughs> yeah. 
We had a couple. We have a couple good little stories. Like the roof story was always one of my favorites. When yeah, I was cleaning my window and I realized, which I don't know why I was cleaning my window at whatever. We were cleaning the whole house. Uh, And then I took my screen off to clean it, and I realized that if I took the screen off, I could just walk right out onto the roof into your brother's room. Yeah, I probably like rolled up to his window and just knocked on it. Yeah, hey, so I'm downstairs here. cleaning because we were going out that night. So I'm downstairs mm-hmm. getting, for whatever reason, I was doing a big clean of the house and whatnot. And so um, all of a sudden the neighbor comes like across the street, come barreling over to my house. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, why is she running so fast? And she comes barreling into the house. I didn't even know her that well. And she was no, like, your kids are running on the roof. And you have that split second of, no, not that's, mine. It's ridiculous. And then it was more, I think in those moments, it's not even mad. I didn't care what she thought. Like I, I yeah. wasn't one of those parents. I was more like safety. Like mm-hmm. if you had fallen off the roof, like you guys could have been really, really hurt. And, yeah, and then I, I was mad about at, that. Yeah. And then I was mad at your brother because I'm like, don't be a follower. Like <laughs> yeah, she's not. I, told him, I was like, know. go downstairs and get our pizza. And we ate it on the roof. Like we were out there for a fucking while, man. We were out there for at least 45 minutes before anyone noticed we were even gone. Oh, God. I was like, come on, just get your pizza and we'll come. And we ate on the roof. And then we were walking back forth. I knew not to fall off, but it's definitely dangerous. Well, it is because you could trip her. Anyways, those were those were a couple of good lessons. So then the, the other part of the story is we go to this party and I'm still a little freaked out. Like, I'm still a little shaky. Everyone in the party's heard the story now. And I'm just like, I can't believe this has happened, whatever. And we're kind of laughing and we're, you know, but I'm still a little like shooken up inside. And all of a sudden I hear, they're on the roof. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? But they were downstairs on one of the play like things and they were on a roof. And so the kids were like, come on the roof. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Is she getting the kids at the party to go on the roof? Like, yeah, she was. uh, There was also the lighter at the cottage. Yeah, okay, that was your fault. You taught me how to use a lighter. I think I just asked like really subtly. I was like, oh, how do I turn this on? And your dad probably just showed me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great. Because we used to like rub sticks together all the time as kids. That was like what we did for some reason. We always wanted to start a fire. So I was like, well, why don't I just subtly ask how to use a lighter? And then I'll just start Mm -hmm. our own fire. Do you see you guys? So I got a bunch of rocks in a circle, made a little fire pit in the backyard at the cottage and asked and to use the lighter. And boom. it's funny because she was with her cousins and she's got one cousin who's crazy. We love her to death. And yeah. she's she's the crazier one. She was so totally I right. was instantly like, oh, it must have been her. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it was it my was... child. Yep. So I was like, huh, great. We were so proud of it, too. I know. It was so small. Like it wasn't going to do any damage. You but guys. yeah, I was such a mastermind behind things but I was so good at the same time like I didn't talk back I wasn't no, a bad no. child it's just no. here and there there were these little mastermind plans yeah that came up. you're just you're a very always very curious child you mm-hmm. always had lots of questions and I always believed in I believe in telling kids the truth to a certain extent of their age like mm-hmm. I think there's What's a way yeah what is appropriate for their age now I remember one time you were helping dad clean out the garage <laughs> and you would have been probably kindergarten, maybe even younger. And you came in with a, a condom. I don't know why it was in the garage, obviously very old, but in, in a box. And you came in the house and you're like, dad told me to come in and ask you what this was. And I really had to think for a sec because I'm like, well, if I go down this road, yeah, I'm like going into everything. That's a lot of explanation. So I said, listen, I know you want to know what this is. 
I don't feel like we're old enough right now, but I said, let's stick a pin in it. And maybe in a year or two, we will talk about it. And you were actually fine with that. You were like, okay, like, because she probably didn't say that very often. So I was like, no, I was she just, must really not. Yeah. Like I was like, it's a lot. Like I was just like, you know what? We're just not going to talk about that right now. Cause I did, I was literally holding it going, oh, I'll just tell her it's a condom. And then you go through like, well, what's a condom? I'm like, Oh, I really got to go into it. Then. Yeah, because you first learn about like making babies. Then you have to go into more than it. Yes. You know, that's like a really deep rabbit hole to go down in yeah. kindergarten. Yeah. So I was like, let's just keep your innocence a little bit longer and yeah. we'll talk about it. I don't remember day. that, but. Oh, my God. Funny. And you were just like this tiny little blonde <laughs> holding a condom <laughs> that your father was like, go ask your mother. <laughs> go ask her. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. But the first time you ever actually asked or told me about um, like sex was um, you were going to <laughs> soccer practice. I think you were in grade two. I think it was two or three. We started sex ed in grade two, though, but it wasn't like sex ed. It was just like sperm. No. And, and egg. so we're just on our way. You were, I'm locking the door. She's okay. Picture, she's so tiny and this blonde little beauty. And in my soccer uniform. In her little soccer uniform that's too big because she's so tiny. <laughs> and she looks at, and I'm locking the door and she's like, So a man puts a penis in the vagina? That's what she said as we were leaving for soccer. And, and I don't I'm, remember that either. That's hilarious. And I was like, One of those. I'm sorry. What do you say to me? <laughs> I guess I have the orange slices and oh. juice boxes like, <laughs> for soccer. Like, I was like, oh my God. It's funny that it's so nonchalant too. Like, well, you know, like I had no you, idea you had, what I was asking. No, because you don't, you didn't understand all the other things that go into that. So yeah. for you, it was just like, oh, okay. So that, and for you, it's just matter of fact. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. And I'm like, yeah, can we just like go play yeah. soccer and just, well, Another one of those moments where I'm like, let's put a pin in it and we'll talk about it when we get home from I was definitely a curious kid. That's for sure. You asked a lot of questions, which I didn't mind. Like it was never why, why, why. You weren't that Mm -hmm. type of kid, but you were very thought provoking questions. Like you really wanted to understand like people in the world and the, you know, like you did not take things at face value. You wanted, like you would be the type that would just do your own research then. Like, you know, that's what I did for fun as a kid. Yeah take out whale books from the library and I would write reports on them for fun. Yeah, she like, was a really, really... And I didn't play. I no. just liked making schedules for schedules little pet and shops and then wouldn't play with them. No. There wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of playing in your in I liked your reading. Loved reading. That's Yeah, I was not a kid. No. I didn't like being a kid, really. No, and I mean, the running joke in our family is you were 18 months and you were talking in full sentences and then you said to me one day, I don't want diapers. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, if you don't want diapers, this is what you have to do. And you were like, okay. Like, d- there was no toilet training mm-hmm. either. It wasn't a really? thing. Really? I wasn't? Not like, it wasn't a thing. Like, with Jack, it was like a thing. Like, mm-hmm. we had to be like, okay, now you don't have a diaper on, so you have to tell me when you have to go to the bathroom and right. stuff. With you, it was just like, if you don't have the diaper on, you have to go to the bathroom like you have to go on the toilet and you were like okay like it was just like <laughs> it's funny I didn't know that like it was just you just kind of got it like you just kind of understood things like you were it's not my first time around this yeah <laughs> and then you were like I want I don't want a crib I wanted a big girl bed and which, I started talking at nine months yeah your first word was apple yeah it's really weird 
I know. Imagine just sitting there and all of a sudden, Apple. You're like, yeah. What? <laughs> what did you just say? I'm pretty sure we have videotape of you like talking though. And you're just like, wow. You're... It was really weird to watch the home videos because we had them all on cassette mm-hmm. tapes and got them transferred to DVDs. And it's, it is kind of weird to watch someone so small speak in full sentences. Yeah. So, like it's no, a little it's... creepy. And you were so little <laughs> anyway, right? Like you're always a really tiny kid. So yeah, yeah you're weird though. And yeah, I'm so glad so that weird. you got to see... Because we always said, like, you know, we would tell her stories. But for her to see firsthand, yeah, it really was. so weird. Yeah. Definitely wasn't a kid. No. But I had a great time. I had a great childhood. You were fun. I wish you you would have fun more. Like, Mm -hmm. I wish you would play more. Me and Jack were just so different in that way. Yeah. He played and he was a typical kid. He was. He was. You were good at stuff like, remember the one time, like, you guys loved the movie Spy Kids, and I made a whole, like, thing in the house where you had to go around, like, a... Yeah, you put so much effort into our childhood, and, like... You were good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because it was more, like, it wasn't, like, playing for you. It was, like, we're actually spies. Like... Yeah, yeah. You believed you were spies, and you had... It was, like, an acting game. (laughs) Right. I know. I hate it when like other kids would ask me to play Barbies with them. It's like, what are we going to do? Like pretend they're going shopping like they're not shopping in my room. It just made no sense to me. Or they'd be like, let's play house. I'm like, why? Yeah. I'd rather read. Yeah. You were not. not like that. You were the type of kid too. If I was like, I don't know, if you were a year old, you know, we didn't have one fence. We didn't Mm -hmm. have anything gated. I just told her to stay on the wood floor and she did because yeah. then it changed, you know, in our, our foyer part, it's, it changes into a different floor. So I showed her, this is the wood floor. Just don't go like, you yeah, can't leave stairs it. stairs after that. So you yeah. didn't want me on the stairs. So I'm like, just don't, and you would stop every time you would sit in our little corner and you would just sit there and read. Like we thought you were the easiest child. Yeah, we're you're like, like, what's everyone talking about? This whole parenting thing yeah, being so hard. So easy. Yeah. Like so easy. That's why when you're a year old, we're like, we might as well have another one because this is easy. We got this, like no problem. Yeah. And then came Jack. <laughs> yeah. And he was like a typical kid. Like he was a busy boy. He was on fire. He was, you know, constantly moving and shaking and everything was Fort Knox in our house. <laughs> like everything was locked up and yeah very different but But it's good because you kept us really busy like we were always doing crafts and how I said before um you would plan a day like we're going to all the different parks in the area okay you have 10 minutes go play and then we would get back in the car and drive to the next one like like you said things that didn't cost money yeah no I had to really out of it or when we drive to our cottage it was eight hours away so each hour we'd open like a little tiny like educational present it wasn't like we were getting crazy stuff yeah we got like a little fake plastic shoe to learn how to tie our shoes and that'd be like hour one and then yeah. hour two would be like a game a little game of some sort yeah. and you a book uh, yeah like you guys got different you had things, like she but... made like what do you make it out of like an apron and then you put yeah little and then pockets, i put pockets and, and then I fabric glue on it and then i would wrap the presents and say what yeah so stuff like that it was just so thoughtful and above and beyond and that's exactly what I want to be like and looking back at all the photos like we do Easter themed yeah those are my favorite Christmas crafts Mm -hmm. and just so many different things and And then we'd mail like we would mail them out to people like I remember doing the butterfly feet with you guys and Mm -hmm. I would mail it to my grandma and you know so everyone else and your grandparents and yeah. So everyone had them. I love thoughtful stuff like that. And I'm definitely going to go above and well, beyond. Well, you'll do even better because you're going to have Pinterest. I never had Pinterest. <laughs> That's true. Which, I mean, I would have, like, your childhood would have been a million times better if I had Pinterest. Like, right? Like, it was just, it's just so cool that you have this, like, mm-hmm. resource now of 
of just people's ideas. Yeah, right? I guess back then you would have to like go to Michael's and get like a craft book or something. Yeah, I would, there yourself. was a really good magazine called Family Fun, which I really liked that. And that would usually mm. kickstart, you know, I always got that every, I don't know, it was every couple months or something. And then that would kind of kickstart. And then I did have a couple books and, but yeah, it's, it's just nice. Like it's talk about collaboration, right? Parenting, like here's some ideas, everybody. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Pinterest is awesome. Yeah. For that. There's so many cute ideas now, like gender reveals and like baby shower themes and stuff you can find on oh there. Oh my gosh, yeah, so love. many things. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Okay. If you were a new mom today, what restrictions or rules do you think you would have now? Because I could imagine like the iPad and stuff, but you know how like things are so different now. Like, what yeah. do you think you would do? Uh, my kids wouldn't have. You guys wouldn't have had iPads and stuff now I just I I don't I just don't think it's necessary at this age like I mean maybe when they got a little bit older I but in saying that we've also been through a quarantine where I have to say if I had young kids I I wouldn't Mm -hmm. hesitate to stick them in front of a tv or an ipad yeah you know so I think circumstances is, is a different thing but I I would definitely incur like or maybe I would put more of a time frame like I would be like I wouldn't say, oh, you have it for an hour, but maybe I'd hand it to you and you can have this until dinner's ready, you know? I don't know. I just, I definitely wouldn't, I would not go down the technology route with kids too early. Like, yeah. Plus you kept us, that's the thing is because you went above and beyond, we were busy. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, not everyone really wants to do crafts with their kids. But I'm not opposed to like like movie nights or, or even in the afternoon, yeah, like we five movies. Yeah. 100%. Like we had our favorite movies and you know, if I was busy all day and then, okay, now mama needs a little bit of time out, you mm-hmm. know, then I, I don't, I'm not opposed to sticking a movie on for kids. I just don't think it should be all consuming. And I think they should have other avenues of, you know, I don't think their little eyes should be focused on a screen for that long I guess that's good because some iPads have like educational games which you might have been okay with I'm, I probably would have been okay with that. not just sitting on YouTube all day and then it's kind of hard to monitor what they're doing I think yeah. there's like a child setting you can put on but still oh you guys would have definitely had that on yeah for sure yeah I but thought luckily, the iPad would definitely be something that you would say you wouldn't do no I wouldn't either no I just don't think it's necessary like I think when they're a little bit older like when I watch little kids pick up a phone and it's like they instantly know what to do I am like wow that is crazy that they just it just makes sense to them right yeah it's such a different world but like you said when kids are at dinner and they're on iPads you would have been like no you have to sit and be polite because what are you teaching your kid though if you're sitting there and you're trying to have an adult like if you're trying to have a family dinner and you're out at a restaurant and your kids are on iPads when they are older and they go out on dates or with their friends like, are they going to know how to communicate? Are they going to know mm-hmm. how a restaurant works? Are they going to know how to order? Like, I just think there's, I just think they're, you're, they're missing out on valuable lessons in life if their faces are always in an iPad. Yeah. Like even on long trips, like you, you guys didn't have any of that stuff. We didn't get, um, like a video, like a movie recorder thing until you guys were a bit older. Like I would say, I would, if I were to guess, I'd say in the 10 to 12 range, where you guys could watch a movie. Like what those things that were on the back of seats. Yeah. And you put like a DVD in them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, now they have them on. just built into t- into oh, cars. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's like a little thing. Like you guys didn't have that stuff. And I think there's something kind of fun about it because we used to we used to talk on the tarp and we used to, you know, mm-hmm. I think there just has to be a balance. But then 
I also think it's nice to have a break too when your kids are like zoned out watching a movie. There's, you know, it's yeah, like you can have an adult, quiet. yeah, an adult conversation and there's just definitely a, a lot Let's just of say that it's just a, it needs to be a balance. Yeah, right. There's definitely a lot of things that parents say they'll never do, but then they end up doing. Oh, kids that's what born. I mean. There's <laughs> nothing worse than the shame game because mm-hmm. if you don't have it, you have no idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, and everybody I'm, is just hopefully doing their best. So why are we not? lifting each other up instead of tearing each other down what would you have done if we were having a tantrum did we ever have a tantrum i feel like Um, that's what i would struggle with like how do you just make them stop well i think yeah i'm sure you guys did i just it's been so long but like if they were in a store i would just leave the store like i would just pick you up and i would walk out of the store um i never gave in to tantrums though like I've seen kids, you know, crying in a store because they want a toy. I would never give in to that because that's what you're teaching them is if and you want to. Oh, my God, because everybody's looking at you <laughs> and you're just like, yes, please stop. And you would just no, no. But no, I would have probably just picked you guys up and been like, hey, now we're leaving. Like uh, for me, too, it's another big one. There has to be consequences and, you, and you have to know that they're going to follow through. You can't make them like. If you don't go, you can't go to the, you know, you can't go to this birthday party when your kids are eight and you're like, okay, if you're, if you're misbehave, you're not going to the birthday party. You know, they're going to the birthday party. Yeah, that's so true. So you can't make it something. What's that called? Not like an ultimatum, but like bribery. You're never big on, also you would never say, okay, if you're good today, you get a chocolate bar. Oh God. Or no, this elf on the shelf stuff or like, I would have never had, I don't think I would have that stuff. I think it's cute. You would have been terrified of it yeah. for sure. Like, so that so would have been. Thing no- gets up in the night and walks <laughs> yes, around. Yes, you would have been terrified. That is number one reason why I wouldn't have it. And another one is just like you just have to be good because you have to be good, not mm-hmm. because Santa's coming. You just have to be good kids, like yeah. all the time, year round. I was never like I'm gonna call Santa. <laughs> like, yeah. No, you just have to be good. Yeah, because that's what I expect of you. <laughs> uh, so I have the one story from. Um, Simeon Park, which you had never heard, but we have said it before, and then now we are oh, re-recording. So we were at Simeon Park, or I guess I shouldn't have said the name. Oh, well. Um, Too late now. Yeah. So we're at a work party, and it was at this big park. And um, oh, so the kids, they had all these like fun games, and they have bouncy castles and food, and it was so much fun. I loved those. Oh, picnics. they were so, so much fun. So Meg won a prize, which is very rare. I think we only won, like, you know, very rare. There's still a lot of people, so it's hard to win. So she wins this prize, and she gets to walk into this um, area where there's, like, toys and games and things you get to choose. So she gets to walk in, and she gets to look around, and she gets to choose what she wants. So I go in with her because you were young. You would have been, like, seven or eight or something, right? I remember this. Yeah. And you wanted a Tamagotchi. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> I didn't say that to her, but I was like, why? Like, I don't understand. Because they had this beautiful art set. And it was like, you could tell it was really expensive. It was full of lots of stuff. You were very into art. So you were like, I want the Tamagotchi. And I was like, I really think you should get the art set. Like, I knew, I mean, I'll buy you a Tamagotchi. They're like $10. <laughs> right? So I was, for me, I was like the monetary. I was like, oh my God, just, you know, get the art set. Anyways, I ended up talking you into the art set. And so, you know, as we're leaving, so it's fun, fun. And then as we're leaving that night, I really reflected on, wow, I really just took away her excitement for winning a prize. And I made it 
a monetary thing and I made it. Um, I should have just let you walk in there. I didn't even have to go in with you. Did you know, I like, like the art set though? I mean, you did for sure. I mean, art sets are always great for sure. But I, I feel like that was a moment for me as a parent where I was like, wow, I really just took away that excitement. She won something for the first time in her life. Little did I know you're going to be horseshoe up your butt mm-hmm. who wins like all the time, these prizes and things all the time. Yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. And I, and I, so anyways, I think that's another thing as parents, we always have to be reflecting on things and we have to know when we've done something wrong and we have to learn from it and we grow and we're like, okay, I'm going to do better tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, while not being too hard on yourself at the same time. Yeah, no, that's true, for sure. So it must be really tough. I feel like I would just... Oh, I mean, as a mother, you feel like you're constantly... It's guilt and failure all the time. And it doesn't stop ever. Yeah, and you must just always feel like, oh, is this going to affect them long term? Oh, and and I think you you just have to get to a point where you're like, you did the best you could, Mm -hmm. and there will be things you've done wrong, and there will be things they'll have to go to therapy over, and (laughs) that's it. I don't know. Like, we all have that. We're we're all like that, though, right? Like, there's no childhood that's perfect. And who wants a perfect childhood anyway, right? Mine was close to it, for sure. Like, it was just so good. Yeah. I don't like... It was nice because um, a memory that's coming up for me that I think I mentioned in the first time we recorded this was when um, my Aunt Lisa, Uncle Garth, and uh, they made the whole, what would it, like a little carnival for us. So we used to always go to their cottage, their house, sorry, we considered it our cottage. Mm -hmm. We went there every weekend with you guys and it would all, in the day would be all about you guys. Yeah, this is a big lesson I'll take away from what you did. It was all about us, but at night it was like, okay, this whole day's been about you. It's mummy time. It's adult time now. Yeah. And we would listen. Oh, you would. You were allowed to stay in your room and like watch TV and stuff, but it was like, yeah. So anyway, go back to the carnival because that was really Oh, cute. yeah. It was just, I think we went out on the boat. I think the four of us went out on the boat or something, didn't we? And they set everything up. Yeah. And we came back and there was like bobbing for apples and like. I don't know, balloon stuff. And like a dart balloon that yeah. you threw at. And they had, we have pictures face of paint. it. Yeah, they came and they had these red noses on and they had face paint and we showed up and I was like, oh my God, you guys could not be cuter. Yeah, that was one of my favorite days of my life. Yeah. For sure. They had little popcorn in the, you know, in the little, you know, pop, I don't know, what do you call it? Like the bags that yeah. had popcorn written on it. And they had, yeah, they had little games and they had prizes for you guys. and Oh, it was so much fun. And yeah, stuff like that just makes me think, okay, I want to do that kind of stuff. Because again, that didn't cost a lot of money. It just, it takes time and thought for Mm -hmm. sure, but it's not overly expensive. Like, you know. Oh, it was just so much fun. Yeah. And it reminded me of the lesson I'll take away. The, okay, we did this carnival for you. Not that every day was like that, but. No. Okay, we had this fun. No, we went went swimming. swimming. We did, you know, we did this. We played this game. But Mm -hmm. I tried to do it more as like, wasn't that a fun day? Like we had so much fun. (laughs) And now (laughs) it is mommy time. And mommy would like a couple beers with her friends. So, right? Yeah. And didn't you walk in one time and we're like, mom, can we please have some water? And you were like, you could come and ask for water. Just (laughs) Yeah. Like I just don't want them coming out every five minutes because you know we're we're doing not doing bad things but you just don't want your kids seeing you all lick, time. yeah liquored up yeah so. and you deserve that after you know that so your vacation kind of time on yeah. the weekends and that's your that's time. Our time off and you hung out with us all day everyone deserves some me time yeah I think it's important for kids to know I think it's important for kids to know that we're 
people too. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, the whole world doesn't revolve around you. I mean, it does, but you don't want them to think that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it does. What are you teaching them long-term, right? Yeah. That, you know, that everything is about you. And can you imagine when they go to have relationships and you're like, I don't understand. Like, Mm -hmm. why is this not all about me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's another really good lesson. For sure. There are lots of good lessons that I'll take away. Yeah, but I always tried to make sure you guys knew what they were too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Lots of communication. Lots of communication, for sure. Yeah, nothing. and that's what makes it easier for you guys. I think, you know, to to come to us if there's something going on, right? Yeah, and I think it was important that nobody yelled or fought in the house. Like we weren't allowed to yell and fight with each other. Me and Jack never like we had I our you, I think disagreements. You had, but. Yeah, I think you've had maybe a couple. Because there's just no reason to be fighting, mm-hmm. like in in the way of where people aren't listening to each other. You yeah. can fight for sure. I'm not saying that, but it was more in a in a respectful way. Yeah, if you have to yell, then you obviously have nothing intelligent to say. Anything intelligent or helpful can be said calmly. Yeah, you and Dad and I'm, like I've been at houses now where parents are screaming at each other, and I'm like, wow, this is so different from how I grew yeah. up. And I'm, it's one of those things that you don't realize how good you have it till you see other families and it sounds mean but it's you know now I'm like oh I'm extra grateful for what I have now because like to me getting yelled at I feel like I'm extra sensitive to it now because I'm like wow this never was a thing but it shouldn't be a thing ever anyways but no I just don't I just do not see I just don't see any reason to be fighting like in that way like I understand people get frustrated and stuff but I think then it's, you know, you have to know that person you're fighting with and either you need to walk away or you need mm-hmm. to take breaths or you need something needs to happen. And then, you know, there it can be discussed and figured out calmly. For yeah, sure. exactly. And that was what what we were taught, you know. Yeah. You say things by nicely. Example, yeah, right? by example. Mm-hmm. You and dad did not ever yell at each other. I don't think I have a memory of you two yelling no, at each other. No, we weren't really like that. No, yeah. you say what you need to say and you say it nicely or don't say and it And I think all. it's always the I feel like I mm-hmm. feel this way because then you can't you can't tell that person no they don't feel that way. Yeah. Like this when you did this I felt like this. Yeah. You know because then it's not you did this and you did mm-hmm. this you know those are the worst kind of fights. Yeah. No nagging and yelling. No. I'm super grateful for that. No. <laughs> that would be horrible now yeah. that I've seen kind of the other side of the coin I'm like wow thank gosh my parents didn't yell at each other yeah well 45 minutes mm-hmm. wrap her up yeah so that's kind of yeah so the next one we'll try and talk teens because teen years a little it's a little different than the the childhood right yeah you really have to adapt as a parent throughout. well you do and all the time you have to always be adapting so yeah, adapting and growing and always being their guide, not their controller. Yes, <laughs> and, for sure. And create, I think it's great to create an open space where kids feel comfortable to come to you with anything. And anything. that's what we had. We could yeah. ask anything. Clearly, I did as a kid. Said anything, ask anything, yeah. and creating a space where kids feel safe to say whatever. And that's what I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So I liked this one a lot. Yeah better yeah much better than the other one yeah (laughs) thank you so much for listening yeah and we'll see you next time yeah bye bye